Hey guys, welcome to Conversations from the Secret Place with Yolanda. Conversations we have with God in our quiet time. Conversations about this journey of faith that we are on. Shared experiences are truly the best. Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys. Welcome to the fifth episode of Conversations from the Secret Place with Yolanda. Thank you to everyone who's been taking time out each week to listen. You are truly appreciated. You are the real MVP. Uh, MVPs, because there's, there's more than one of you. So you guys are the real MVPs. <laughs> Um, and I really appreciate the feedback that I get. Uh, it's very, it's very heartwarming, and I'm glad that you're able to take something away from these podcasts. And I really do thank God for the glory be unto Him. <laughs> that sounds so churchy, but that is that is the reality of it. That's the reason why we put all our gifts and our talents to use so that He can get the glory um so yeah no thank you guys and you know keep the feedback coming thank you it's very encouraging and so today's episode is titled grave diggers and i know what you're thinking grave diggers why such why such a morbid title but i tell you what being a grave digger can be a beautiful thing you know god really showed me a different side to grave digging that I I didn't I didn't expect. And so I like to work whilst listening to music, especially worship. It really helps me to power on with my work. I'm in my zone and I'm in my element. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you know the days that I feel my morning with worship, it's so great and I'm so productive. But here's the thing. It's it's a, it's an issue, but it's not an issue. It's a, it's a good issue, but it's still an issue. <laughs> Here's the thing. When I listen to worship whilst working, halfway through, I guarantee you, halfway through, there's always a song that gets me. And the next thing you know, I'm praying, I'm speaking in tongues whilst I'm trying to type in an email. Or sometimes I'm I'm even fighting to hold back tears because I'm, I'm, I'm three seconds away from, from being on the threshing floor. <laughs> and you guys the more you listen to these podcasts like you're going to the more you listen to this podcast like you're going to realize that I cry a lot like whenever worship is involved I cry a lot everyone's like you're such a you're a cry baby or you're like you're so dramatic but worship does something to me like it just does something to me and I don't know for the rest of you guys but for me it's because I have a history with God as I'm sure we all do but my own history with God and I look at the things that he's brought me through and you know again this sounds so dramatic like it's like wow like what has she been through but look my story is my story in it and that's my journey my own journey and so I'm allowed to be as dramatic as I need to be with it <laughs> oh my parents will listen to this and be like what has she been through like Chi, what? Oh, I said chi. Chi is like what? Like, what has she been through exactly? <laughs> but when I look at all the things God has done for me, and so every time I enter 
that place of worship. Every time I'm just worshiping, my heart is full of gratitude. I'm I'm always in awe that a God so big could love a person like me. And I say a person like me because I, I have I have areas where I still need to do better. And so I'm thinking, yo, he says his love towards me is his mercies are new every morning. So I'm like, yo, God, you still love me. For me, that thought alone makes me emotional. Like I might start crying on this podcast right now. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, worship does does that to me. And so last week, Wednesday, I was working and I decided to listen to some worship. I needed to zone out and, you know, just power away. And six songs in, I was still okay. I think about six songs I was still in, you know. And then the seventh song, it happened. Like, I, I, the song started playing and I was like, yo, okay, it's about to happen. It's it's happening, isn't it? It's, it's that threshing floor time, isn't it? We're going to the upper room now, aren't we? <laughs> and, you know, a conversation from the secret place took place. The song that started playing is titled Grave Digger by Psalmist Rainey. I heard the song and the Holy Spirit said, you're a grave digger. <laughs> and I stopped and I was like, okay, you know what? Let me pause this music because you know what? I need to concentrate without the music. Let's just pause this and then you can come back and tell me about what I am and, you know, all of that. You can, we can talk about this grave digging stuff later. But I was like, no, I want to know more. Like, why grave digger? Why? Of all things that you say that I am, <laughs> you came in, you're a grave digger. Oh, grave diggers are people who dig graves, you know, simply that. They are responsible for digging graves prior to the funeral or the burial of the deceased. And, you know, I wonder what the, thro- what the thought process is for deciding to become a grave digger. Like, what's the thought process? What's the, I, I would, I would want to know, like, how did you choose this form of occupation? Because it's an interesting one. And so I continued to listen to the song. It's like, every time I wanted to hit that pause button, it's like, my hands were glued to my laptop and I just had to keep typing. And I was like, yeah, okay, okay, cool. Don't, don't give in to it. Don't stay strong. And so the more I listened to the song, the more I kept thinking about grave digging and being one and the holy spirit said i want to show you something and he led me to the book of ezekiel chapter 37 chapter 37 sorry like literally i had to open up a new tab (laughs) on my laptop and open up because obviously my bible is not with me so i had to just open it up on my laptop can you imagine you just i now have to pause because i'm like okay you're speaking you want to say something to me so I, i have to let it flow and so Ezekiel chapter 37, the famous story, um, you know, the valley of the dry bones. I'm going to read um, from verse 1 to 14. And it says, you know, when I first actually found this verse, as I was like writing it down, um, I first wrote it down in the King James Version. And I was like, I might not be able to read this <laughs> whilst recording because the thus, these, thus thou and thus. All of that, I was like, that's too much. Like, I was a tongue twister. So I found a very simplified version. And so, yeah. (laughs) So let's read Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1 to 14. It says, 
The hand of the Lord was on me and he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them and I saw great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Verse 8. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come breath, from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. Verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. And they say, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I am going to open up your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open up your graves and bring you up from them. Verse 14, I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and and I have done it, declares the Lord. You know, I finished reading that and I was like, huh, wow. And as always, the Holy Spirit always gets me to read the whole chapter so that I understand the what. Come on, come on, say say the word. Say, say it with me. The context. <laughs> and so I started to picture myself as Ezekiel walking around, looking at a valley of bones, looking at dead things. And I wonder how he felt. I started to wonder how he felt. You know, was he aware of what what he was about to be instructed to prophesy? Like, was he aware of what was about to take place, looking at these dry bones? I, I doubt it. You know, maybe he was too focused on the amount of bones he saw, the amount of dry, lifeless bones he saw. And, you know, from the scripture I've just read, it doesn't seem like it was just a couple of bones. You know, it said there were bones everywhere. So anyway, Holy Spirit said, go back to verse 12 and read it again. So let's read from verse 12. Um, Yeah, verse 12 onwards. It says, therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, my people. I am going to open up your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people 
will know that I am the Lord when I open up your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. And, you know, after reading that, I was like, yo, wow. Wow. You know, God used Ezekiel to carry the message in him, you know, him prophesying as per the instructions from God. He was acting as the grave digger. He was the vessel that was used in the physical. You know, grave digging isn't a nice, clean job. It can be muddy, messy. Imagine having to dig a grave when it's raining. And, you know, you have to remember seeing a valley of bones, seeing graves doesn't particularly give you hope you know remember Ezekiel saw the valley of the dry bones and he was being told to speak and prophesy over them and this is you know the the, this is it can be very conflicting you know conflicting conflicting (laughs) English (laughs) it can be very conflicting you know when what you see and what you're prophesying are on two different spectrums and, you know, a lot of us want fancy kingdom roles. And I don't even know what those, you know, fancy kingdom roles look like. But from what I've seen, working in the kingdom sometimes requires you to roll up your sleeves. You know, this is the, the back end work, if you like, the grave digging. It's the back end. Nobody sees. Nobody really cares. You know, and think about it. When you, if you've ever, if, you know, for those that have attended, um, you know, a funeral or a burial, Oftentimes when you get there, the grave's already been dug. Like you, they're not st- they've already done it and you wouldn't have seen them. And sometimes the roles in the kingdom are like that. They are in the back end. You're not going to be seen. You're not standing Sundays in front of the camera singing Hosanna in the highest. You know, it's, it's not that at all. And the Holy Spirit proceeded to say, Yolanda, you're a grave digger. He said, I've caused you to see things, dead things, so that you could speak life as per my instruction. I need you to know the difference between dry bones and living bones. That's why I had to show you the hard parts. That's why I had to show you the dry bones. Then he went on to give me an example. You see, earlier last week, I took my nails off in preparation for my next, you know, fresh set. I like to give my natural nails a rest in between my my sets. I love getting my nails done. You know, that's part of my self-care kind of routine. I love that. And Holy Spirit reminded me of how sometimes when I'm about to do some heavy duty tasks, I take my nails off so that I can either grip better or you know, so I can be delicate, maybe if I need to be really delicate with something. And sometimes nails can obstruct with that. So I may take my nails off so I can have better grip or so I can hold something gently or yeah, whatever the case, if it's a, you know, a role that really needs me to, you know, really get stuck in. And he said, you know, that's how grave digging is. Sometimes you have to roll up your sleeves and get rid of the fancy wear so you can get down to business. He said, when your nails are off, you're able to grip things properly. And he said, there will be times when I will need you to dig the grave, not with a shovel, but with your hands. He said, not worrying about, you know, your nails getting dirty, because there are some things um, 
there are some things in, in the grave that you will have to dig out, but they require great care. And so you can't be just shoveling, shoveling. Imagine, imagine if, you know, Ezekiel had to go in this valley with a shovel. And I know it's a valley, so it's not really soil and whatnot. But he, I'm sure he had to just walk around being careful. He had to watch his step. Because if you step too hard, you might break the bone. Like, we're not, I guess we're not trying to dry bones, dry bones. Like, we're not trying to, I mean, it, they would have joined back together again. But the point is, he I'm sure he wasn't just stepping on the dry bones because they were dry. Like, I don't think he was walking all over them. And he's saying, you know, similarly for you, it's not every day that you will use a shovel to dig up graves. Sometimes you may have to use your hands because you're getting to really delicate parts. He said, I need you to prophesy to those dry things and let them know that I, the Lord, am bringing them out of their graves and that I am using you, Yolanda, to dig the grave. And by that, I mean, I am using you to speak life, to help, to gently bring out and to also hold firmly or grip those that need help standing. He said, I'm calling forth the era of the bone collectors. And this is my instruction speak and prophesy life you know too long we've watched things around us dying and the crazy thing is that sometimes we've been the ones burying them you know then these things I'm not talking about you know the physical and the literal burying but I mean you know our dreams things that ideas that God has placed in us the fact that we've done nothing with them that is a form of burying you know the 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 promptings the nudgings he's placed in our spirit when we've ignored those for whatever reason when we've listened to the people that told us we weren't good enough or it wasn't going to work or this idea would require hard work it cost too much money all those things that bury our dreams too often times we've just allowed our dreams to be buried we've allowed the the dreams of the people who we love we've allowed those dreams of those around us to be buried and we've just sat and watched but God is calling forth the Ezekiels who will speak to dead situations the Ezekiels that would help bring someone's dream back to life the Ezekiels that would help dig dreams back out of the grave and I guess that's the encouragement right there you know let's live each day determined to help to hold up others to speak life in all we do our exchanges and encounters with others should be life-giving you know let's not dig graves so we can throw people in them but let's dig graves to get people out you know there are people who have quit prematurely people that have been counted out and it's time the era of the bone collectors where we would go out and stand in these graveyards and say, no, there's still sign of life here. And I'm going to speak and I'm going to roll up my sleeves, get rid of my nails and I'm going to dig you out. I'm going to remove the soil from your face so that you can breathe again. I'm going to help lift up your dream from the grave so that you can go and pursue that career, so that you can go and pursue that business idea, so that you can go and pursue whatever venture it is that God placed in your heart. That is what God is calling us. That is the instruction. You know, so many people who are gifted and aren't, you know, doing anything with their gifts, 
for one reason or for or, or another and it's time that we go and we collect these bones out of the graveyards because you know the the worst thing that we can do is to is to die with our gifts we need to put these we need to f- put these gifts to full use maximize all our potential you know we don't want it to be a case where it's oh she could have been this he could have been that they had so many dreams so many wishes Mm-mm. Mm-mm. we're collecting bones we're lifting people out from the graves <laughs> not literally because <laughs> someone's gonna listen to them like mm, yolanda you know i'm not talking about guys you get it right like you get you get it any get it you get it but you know any dream and even you who's listening any dream that you have that you had buried you know my prayer is that you will find people who will be a grave digger for you people who would help you dig back dig out that dream again and so let's pray Heavenly Father, I thank you for this wonderful revelation of the hidden beauty in grave digging. Grave digging to help uncover and bring out and not to bury. Father, I pray that we would strive to help and hold each other up. May we bring life to each person we encounter or have an exchange with. Father, may we be able to speak not just the right words to these dry bones, but the words that come from you. Father, I pray that we would not be shaken or weary when we see valleys of dry bones, but instead, may we be excited and expectant of the restoration that will take place when you release a word. And that as these dry bones begin to come back to life again, we would always know that you are God, the one who opens up graves and brings us back to life by filling us with your spirit. And as I pray, I, you know, take this opportunity to to speak life, to affirm someone, to dig out somebody's dream that had been buried. I speak life. You know, if if you were waiting for someone to tell you that you can do it, I am that person telling you that you can do it. Whatever you want to pursue, you are more than capable. You have what it takes to get to that next level. You are smart, you are intelligent, you are beautiful, you are handsome. You can do it. You are strong enough. And you will have all the resources you need to make it. And so as I speak, as I as I pray, you know, receive life. And you know that at the end of it all, you would know that God has breathed life back into you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Um, yeah, you know that last part, you know, just reaffirming. I really felt to do that, to just reaffirm someone, you know, take back that dream out from the grave, the things that you had buried because you thought it's not going to work. Take it out. We are digging it back out. Mm-mm. We're not burying ideas anymore. We are not burying gifts. We're not burying our God-given talents. We are not. Mm -mm. And so I'll close with this scripture. uh, Psalm 30 verse 3, it says, You brought me up from the grave, O Lord. 
you kept me from falling into the pit of death. And, you know, I pray that as you listen to this, you know, any dream that had been buried or that, you know, you had buried by your, you know, by your own doing, I pray that you would just have that urge and that excitement to dig back, dig, dig back out. That sounds so weird, but it sounds like that's a weird phrasing, but you would just have the urge to dig it back out. That's the word. That's it. To dig it back out. Yeah. That there would be that excitement to dig it back out. (laughs) Hope you have enjoyed this episode and um, yeah, until next time, take care. They came to bury me And I let them Because of my insecurities But you sent me Grave diggers Grave diggers Grave diggers To free me Because of my own insecurities, but you sent me great
be bold. We've got to be righteous in his eyes. What we've got to do is not waste our time anymore in here. For the graves we need to dig are out there. We need to uncover the graves out there. So be empowered in here that you might uncover the grave out there. Be empowered in here so that you can uncover the grave out there. But gotta get out of your own way. Gotta get out of your own way. Okay. So God, we need you to Oh! 